Hello, 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 and welcome to the bonus part of today's FYI. A big thank you to all of you who are tuned in for being my patrons. I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for being there. And remember, guys, if you have any questions, suggestions, or anything like that, just let me know. Send me a private message, and I'd love to chat with you. All right, well, we were looking at music festivals. And as I told you guys before, I am no stranger to music music festivals. I'm no stranger to es que estoy bastante acostumbrado a ellos. I'm no stranger to music festivals. I've been to them on many different continents. I've been to electric music festivals. I've been to winter music festivals. I've been to Woodstock 99 reunion festivals, which I'll tell you about a little bit later on. So, what I told you was I'd like to give you some tips, some things that maybe could help you the next time you go to a festival. Now, I'm being optimistic because who knows the next time they're going to have a music festival. But I'll tell you something, I am dying to go to a music festival. I don't know about you guys. So here's some pro tips, como decimos in English. Now, you need to have a personal stash. Now, the word stash, I love this word, S-T-A-S-H. You have to have your personal stash, and the word stash is reserva. Uh, Alijo pone aquí when they're talking about drugs. Uh, Reservas, provisión, your own stash of TP. What? You don't know what TP stands for? TP stands for toilet paper. Papel higiénico. Very, very important. What, are you going to trust the festival organizers to bring enough for you? Bring your own toilet paper or wet wipes, moist towelettes, whatever you want to call them. Toallitas, I think you say in Spanish. Something that you might be able to use if you have to wipe your bottom. To wipe is limpiar and your bottom is tu culete. Do I need to go into more detail? Okay, good. <laughs> Let's move on. Another thing, and this is a big thing these days that I think everybody's carrying with them anyway, is hand sanitizer. Everybody's more concerned about germs than normal. But hand sanitizer could save your life at a concert the same way toilet paper can. Why? Well, are you counting on them to have enough soap? See? Don't count on festival organizers to have enough for everyone. In fact, they're always cutting corners. They're always trying to save money. That's all they're trying to do. It's a business. I understand. So I've been to festivals where there haven't been enough porta potties or porta johns. Este vocabulario es eh, baños eh, exteriores. No sé cómo lo llamáis en español. Porta potties or porta johns, as we call them. Well, first you've got to trust that they have enough for everyone. And as I said, I've been to many festivals where they don't have enough for everyone. And then you've got to trust that they're cleaning them regularly. And that doesn't always happen. We were talking about Woodstock before. Do you know how many toilets there were? I should say how many people there were per toilet because there weren't toilets per people. Do you know how many people there were per toilet? About 800 people per toilet at Woodstock in 1969. Yeah, are you... I don't want to imagine it. And I'll tell you something. They had some serious problems with sewage. Sewage is that stuff, that water, that muck 
that comes out when you use the bathroom. So Woodstock had a serious problem. People were playing in the mud, el barro, but something tells me there was something else in that mud, something we call feces. Yeah. So again, if you're like me, because I have to say, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. A germaphobe is somebody who doesn't like germs, who, you know, doesn't want to sit on the toilet seat. I'm not too extreme, but I have to say, I definitely have that disorder, trastorno. So I'm not going to trust any festival or any festival organizer to have enough toilet paper, hand sanitizer, or even bathrooms for me, as we saw. And you know what? I'm not the only one who thinks this way. I remember I was at a festival in Budapest, a festival called Ziggit. I highly recommend it, by the way. It is one of the most organized festivals I have ever been to in my life. I mean, they had contactless pay Uh, like 10 years ago, I remember going there, and I didn't wait on one line. No esperaba ni en una cola. And, bueno, si eres británico, a queue. Acordaos, los británicos dicen queue, nosotros decimos line. So there are some festivals like Ziggit that are just amazing, and I'm going to tell you about other experiences too. But the reason I brought up Ziggit is I remember there was an artist, a Canadian rocker named Danko Jones, Now, it's funny because if you say his name in Spanish, dilo, Danko Jones. Danko Jones. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? When I saw him play in Spain, the audience was chanting, uh, correando, Danko Jones, Danko Jones. <laughs> I swear to God, te lo juro. Uh, so I saw Danko Jones at Ziggit at the Ziggit Festival and he was just wrapping up his concert, terminando su concierto, and he said I know what you guys want more than anything in the world in his rock and roll voice and everyone was like what? El crowd, no, the crowd, el público what? and he goes you want to take a dump in your own bathroom queréis cagar en vuestro propio baño and the crowd went wild They erupted. It was just, everyone was like, yeah, you nailed it. Look, clavaste. And it's because this was a seven-day festival. So many people had not done their business, como decimos en inglés, at home in over a week. So we've all been there, but nobody wants to be there. Bottom line, the bottom line is el mensaje, el grano. Be prepared. Have your own stash of bathroom stuff. Toiletries, as we say in English. Also, do your homework. Esto es una palabra rara, porque en español decís homeworks, pero en inglés decimos homework. Siempre sin ese. The venue is so important. The organizers, it's so important, because if you go to a place that is, you know, doesn't have facilities, uh, it's not close to anything, there's no public transport, well, it's not the same as going to a festival that you can get to and from very easily. I remember I went to Woodstock 99, and this festival was highly criticized, the 99 one that I went to, and rightfully so, merecidamente, because it was out of control. People were setting fires, And there were even rapes, violaciones. And I felt horrible. I said, what a disgusting generation. What, is this the message? Because Woodstock 69 was about peace and love. And I feel like 99 was about corporates, uh, you know, corporate uh, 
profit, beneficio, and greed, and also uh, just aggression. So I was not very proud of Woodstock 99. But then when I thought about it, I said, wait, the first Woodstock was at a dairy farm. And this one? This was what this was on a military base. We were literally sitting on a runway. Estábamos sentados en una pista viendo Metallica. So just the vibe was so different. Las vibraciones eran tan diferentes. So do your homework. Check out the promoter. You know, look at what they've said in different forums about past festivals because organization can make or break a festival. To make or break is, puede hacer que sea un triunfo o que sea un fracaso. What you want is a seamless experience. You don't want to wait online for everything. You don't want to feel like it's, you know, just, you want to feel comfortable. Now, I've been to some festivals in Spain, and I don't want to name any names. Festimad. Festimad. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and I have to say, it was so poorly organized. Poorly es malamente en este caso. It was so poorly organized that people started to riot. I'm sure many of you in Spain remember this. This was the year that Marilyn Manson, System of a Down, and uh, Incubus played the Festimad Festival. And I remember it just being chaotic. There was no organization. They ran out of beer. Let me tell you something. You can make a lot of mistakes at a festival. Do not run out of beer. No te quedes sin cerveza. I think there were electricity problems as well with the stage. So these are, you know, these were things that really, really, you know, upset people. But it wasn't that that upset them. It wasn't the fact that these things happened. It was the fact that there was no communication. We were sitting there for three or four hours between bands, entre grupos, everybody looking around saying, what are we, idiots? And finally, people started to get very rowdy, right? Agresivo, I think you could say in Spanish. So that was a horrible experience. As I said, Ziggit in Budapest, Germany, unbelievable experience. And it was a seven-day huge mega festival. And Festimad was three, two or three days, and it was small. So there's another lesson. It's not the size of the festival either. I've been to mega festivals that are a whole island, and it was just smooth sailing, como vimos en el capítulo anterior. Sin problemas. Smooth sailing. Mar liso. Summing up, resumiendo, do your homework. All right, so I also told you that uh, we were going to look at a popular music festival in the United States that introduced Twitter to the world. That's right. Well, there's a famous festival called South by Southwest. A lot of times you'll see it written SXSW, and it's very popular for its musical acts. But it's also the place where Twitter was introduced to the world back in 2007. The festival lasts four days. It hosts around 1,000 bands, and it takes place in the city of Austin, Texas, which is a very famous city in the United States for live music already. So then if you add this festival, the city is thriving with music and 
art. Now, let's look at some charity concerts or benefit concerts. You see these a lot now, you know, concert for the children, concert for the victims of this. And I think it's great. I think it's great when artists get together and they do something positive for the world with their money, with their influence, with their voice, with their instrument. And, well, who started this whole idea? Well, in the Western world, this would be a man named George Harrison. That's right, Beatle George Harrison first came up with an idea to have a music festival. This was in 1971. He did a concert for UNICEF, and all the proceeds, now proceeds are beneficios, lo que se gana, all the proceeds went to help East Pakistanis who were forced out of their homes by war. You know, he found a cause, and he said, all right, well, we're going to, organize a concert and we're going to raise money to raise money as recaudar dinero recaudar fondos we're going to raise money for a good cause for an ngo a non-governmental organization or for any charity or cause so this was unicef and as i said he organized it with them but then the proceeds went to the east pakistanis who and that time were in a war and were forced out of their home so george harrison not just an amazing musician but he seems like a swell guy as well. A swell guy is a really nice guy. Pero la palabra swell es un poco anticuado. Pero lo dicho aposta porque es como para darle un poco de cariño. He's a swell guy. George Harrison, my favorite Beatle. And then when I found out he was the first one to come up with the idea of a benefit festival, well, George, hats off to you, buddy. And now we see them all the time. We see Live Aid, we see Concert for Africa, and I think it's great, as I said. Now, there is some controversy around these as well, because there have been many concerts that were set up to raise money for different causes, and that money got lost along the way. Hmm, I wonder what happened there. You got to be careful with that as well. As I said before, just do your homework. Okay, so let's look at some concert vocabulary. You gotta have tickets, right? Tienes que tener las entradas. You can't get into a concert without tickets. Now, usually if you're going to a festival, you're wearing a bracelet, right? You have some kind of paper or sheet that you need to print, and you need to bring that in and show it to them, and they give you a bracelet, and you know how it works. Now, that part is always annoying. I never like the part where you have to go in and go through security. I know it's a necessary evil, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. So now, we've gotten past the security checkpoint. We don't have any illegal substances, and we're not carrying anything we shouldn't. We're just ready to have a good time and see some live music. That's one of my favorite moments. Once I walk past the security and I say, I'm here. I've arrived at this oasis. Cuidado con esta palabra. Se escribe igual, oasis, pero se dice en inglés, oasis. So that's when I'm like, we're here. Hemos llegado. And I can't wait to discover all the different stands, todos los puestos, because as you know, uh, even Woodstock, they're usually festivals that don't just focus on music. I mean, music is the main thing, but then there's theater, there's art, there's performance, dance. I mean, I've been to festivals where you mix so many different things, and I think the more mixing, the better. It makes it uh, all the more interesting. 
you can have so many experiences at one festival. I've even bungee jumped at festivals. To bungee jump is hacer puenting. I had a beer at 50 feet, no sé, 20 metros en el aire. So, uh, yeah, a lot of cool things. Now, something you always see at festivals, it's almost like a staple now, is Ferris wheels, la noria. So you walk in the door and you see the crowd. I love the crowd. Now, when I was younger, I used to go right up front, but now I stay in the back. In fact, I was crazy. I was always crowd surfing. Do you know what this is? To crowd surf is when you jump off the stage and people catch you and you float on people's hands. Well, you don't float, but they're holding you up on their hands. No sé cómo se dice esto en español. To crowd surf. I've done it, guys. Your teacher's crazy. As I said, I love music. I'm a rocker. And I've been known to crowd surf. Surfear el público. No es cuando te llevan. Now, here's another thing where you need to trust people because I have to say, there are a couple times where I've been dropped. But I also say this, if you're if you don't want to get kicked or elbowed or dropped or you don't want to get dirty, you should not be in the front row at a concert. That's my uh, you know, my main advice. In fact, there's an area at the front of the concert, usually in the United States you see this at punk concerts or rock concerts, hard rock, heavy metal, you see a mosh pit. It was very common too with grunge music and alternative music. A mosh pit is where people are up in the front and they're not really dancing and they're not really fighting. They're just kind of knocking into each other. And I have to say, your teacher was always in the mosh pit. You don't know how many elbows I ate. ¿Cuántos codazos me he comido? Oh, but it was all part of the fun. In fact, the next day, I would go to school and I would say, look, I got a bruise. Mira, tengo un moratón del concierto, del festival. And that was like my battle scar, you know? I felt like, man, look at me. I survived the Rage Against the Machine mosh pit. I've even gone backstage. I, I told you, I'm a rebel. I'm like Bob Dylan. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I even snuck backstage. Now, to sneak is ir a escondidas. I was at a, uh, a show here in Madrid, a punk rock show, Face to Face, one of my favorite punk rock bands, and I snuck backstage. Oh, and speaking of backstage, we don't say in the backstage, right? No decimos en inglés, I was in the backstage. Decimos backstage a secas. I was backstage. Como antes también con live hemos visto. No es in live, es solo live. Lo mismo con backstage, a secas. A few more vocabulary words before we have to get going. The lineup, that's a word we looked at a few times. You say la cartelera, the lineup. The headliners es los principales. Another vocabulary word, the opening band, telonero. If this band is opening for the other band, están de teloneros. It's a good word. Another one, encore. Encore. You know this one? Encore es un bis, I think you say in Spanish. Now, unfortunately, at festivals, an encore is not very common because, well, that's one of the things. You get to see a lot of bands at a festival, but they play for shorter amount of time. Their sets are shorter. Set is the songs they're going to play. And the set list, you guys have seen it. In fact, there's a popular website called Setlist FM, which tells you the songs that were played at different concerts. 
These are all words you need to know if you're a festival goer or a concert goer. All right, well, as I said, I included some links in the show notes today. If you want any more information about festivals or even want to ask my opinion about a festival that you're thinking about going to in the future, let me know. I'd love to give you some feedback. And speaking of the word feedback, I love that word because it's retroalimentación, literally in Spanish. But feedback is also something that you get from a microphone when it's too close to the amplifier. You say acople as well. So you see, I made another corny joke. Yeah, that's right, guys. I know, I know, I should have been a comedian. Oh, and I also forgot to tell you about Jimi Hendrix. So, wait a second. One of the most popular guitarists to ever walk this planet, playing at one of the biggest festivals in the world, and he can only draw, to draw us, atraer 30,000 people? What went wrong? I'll tell you what happened. Jimi Hendrix played an amazing two-hour set that made history. However, he was the closing act at Woodstock. So, of course, many people decided to start going home early. He played at 8.30 in the morning. I mean, really, the only people who went to see Jimi Hendrix were early birds, madrugadores, or people who hadn't gone to sleep. So that's why out of half a million people, only 30,000 people got to see this legendary performance by Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Some of the links that I left you are Bob Dylan playing the electric guitar controversially at the Newport Folk Festival. I also left you the Woodstock documentary, which was, as I said, edited, editado by a young Marty Scorsese. You've also got Taking Woodstock. Now, I don't know where the movie is available, but I left you the trailer, and it tells you the story of how Woodstock almost didn't happen. And I'm also leaving you guys a little festival quiz just to test your knowledge of festivals and see how well you know your festivals. All right. So guys, thank you so much for being here today on this episode of FYI. Hang on, hang on. Bring that music back in. How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week.